arts news from around the area. Welcome to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Once again, 63 degrees in Kalamazoo. Good Saturday morning and welcome to Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, providing an inside look at the art scene here in the Kalamazoo area. We'll start things off this morning and say good morning to Kristen Chesick. All right, good morning and welcome to Creative Cafe. I'm Kristen Chesick, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. If you were listening last week, you know that we have a couple new segments for you. This morning's first segment, we're going to talk to you about On This Day in History. So On This Day in History, in 1838, Dr. Berlioz opened his opera Bienvenuto Cianelli, and that debuted in Paris. Even though, well, I guess he's a French, eh, but it's an Italian opera, so go figure. Also, in on this day, September 10th, in, in 1847, the first theater opens in Hawaii. In Honolulu, the first theater was founded under the name the Thespian Theater. Uh, the first attraction was a double bill, The Adopted Child, and Fortune's Frolic. Box seats cost a dollar, which was big money for, 19, for 1847. It also included a pillow if you wanted to sit in the box seats. Pit seating was 50 cents, and you had to bring your own pillow. It was only open for one season. I think it was probably because of the pillow issue. Nobody wanted to come back. Uh, but it actually was followed up by the Royal Hawaiian Theater, which opened in 1848. And they debuted with She Stoops to Conquer. And that operated continuously until 1969. And at that time, over 400 theaters existed in Hawaii. You may wonder two things. One, where was theater done before the thespian was built in Hawaii? And according to the Honolulu Star Bulletin, prior to the thespian, theatrical extravaganzas were held aboard ships or in parlors or in parks. And the amateur actor Charles W. Vincent homegrown stock company renovated a humble building made of adobe and that's who did the first theater so actually the first theater in uh, Honolulu Hawaii was a community theater you also secondly may be wondering what happened to the short-lived thespian theater who was that was only open for one year and the answer is I have no idea also on this day in 1849 the first performance by ac- American actor Edwin Booth uh, was given uh, his role of Richard III. Why do we care? He happens to be the brother of John Wilkes Booth. In 1949, on this day, Cabo de Gaba, a night in Spain, closed on Broadway after 76 performances, and I'm going to guess because nobody could pronounce the title of the show. Also on that day, in uh, on this day in 1949, uh, Barrymore Barlow, the drummer of Jethro Tull, was born. And it's also the birthday of Rick Rosas, which is an American session and touring bassist. In 1966, on this day, the Beatles' Revolver album tops the charts and stays there for six weeks, and Neil Diamond has his first Billboard success with Cherry Cherry. In 1978, Timbuktu closes at the Mark Hellinger Theater after 243 performances. In 1984, the first episode of the daily syndicated version of Jeopardy! with Alex Trebek debuts. And in 1990, Ellis Island officially reopens as a museum. And on September 10th, 1992, uh, Lucy in the Peanuts comic raises her psychiatrist's help cost from five cents to 47. Today is also the Mid-Autumn Festival in China. It's a time to eat mooncakes, hang paper lanterns, and go to great parties. 
This is the second largest festival in China. It's also celebrated outside of the mainland after the Chinese New Year. It's also called the Moon Festival or the Harvest Moon Festival. And that's what's happening today. What's happening now in Kalamazoo? The Arts Council has their Community Arts Awards, and we're open for nominations. If you have someone in your life who has given a significant amount to the arts in Kalamazoo, they are worth nominating. Since 1985, the Arts Council has recognized individuals, organizations, and businesses that contribute greatly to the quality of life here in Southwest Michigan. We have seven categories, and all of them can be found on our website at www.kalamazooarts.org on the Community Arts Award page. This year's celebration will be at the brand new Gold Lake Center for Fine Arts on Wednesday, December 7th at 5.30 p.m. So please nominate because you get to decide who we get to celebrate. Also, a new exhibit opened yesterday called Up in the Air, Birds Navigating the Arthropocene. Uh, That is running through October 9th. That's at the Kalamazoo Nature Center. And today is actually free admission day. So get down there and take a look at this new exhibit. This features work being done by KNC, which is Kalamazoo Nature Center, bird experts throughout the season as they, cha- as they study the changing habits of birds. And tonight, one time only, uh, at 6 p.m., you can go to the Ladies Library Association and uh, do a murder mystery dinner. So if you've never done one of those, they're a lot of fun. This is called Murder by Design. The year is 1921, and you're invited to the grand opening of the Cicero Library, where Paige Turner, very cute, will be featured at a book signing event. Known for her scandalous fiction tales, her newest book, The Dark Horse, is a real Paige Turner. Prepare for an evening of intrigue, lies, and deception as you try to unravel all of the clues and solve the case of murder. So you're going to want to go to the Arts Council's website, and click on the Eventbrite link and get your ticket because you're not going to want to miss that. That starts at 6 p.m. tonight. Also, the Nature Center, and this is next Monday, has um, their Terry Todd International Speaker Series, and they're going to present Dr. Drew Lantham, Coloring the Conservation Conversation. It's going to be at Chenery Auditorium. It's from 6 to 7, and there will be a book signing. Uh, uh, Lantham is a best-selling author, and Clemson University ornithologist. And he will discuss what it means to embrace the full breadth of his American, African-American heritage and his deep kinship to nature. So you're going to want to make sure that you get yourself over to Chenery Auditorium on Monday at 6 p.m. to uh, see that speaker. And last, the Michigan Arts and Culture Council. They're coming September 15th for a meet and greet. It's called Mac and Cheese. It's at the Epic Center from 5 to 6.30 p.m. This reception is going to be full of great food and entertainment, so please don't miss it. And that's what we have going on in Kalamazoo. We'll be right back as we actually talk with the executive director of the Michigan Arts and Cultural Council, Allison Watson. Stay tuned. Are you a student, artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the arts scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. 
Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the Membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning and welcome back to Creative Cafe. Uh, like I said before, we are here this morning. We get to talk with the Executive Director of the Michigan Arts and Culture Council. Allison Watson, good morning. Good morning, Kristen. How are you today? I am fantastic. So what's your favorite morning beverage? I am a black coffee drinker, believe it or not. No frills, no nothing to go along with it. Just a straight black cup of coffee every morning. Okay. All right. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Get you up and moving in the morning. That's right. Yep. So you are the executive director of the Michigan Arts and Cultural Council. It was formerly known as MCACA, uh, but now you guys are called MAC, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier to remember and to say. It is. It is. Um, so if you're an arts organization in our area, you know what that means. Uh, but for those folks who are listening who don't know what MAC does, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. We are a state agency that is uh, what I would say is a steward for resources uh, for our state. We provide a variety of grant programs for nonprofit arts and cultural organizations, colleges, universities, schools, uh, cities, townships, villages to help them uh, have programs, projects that have an arts and cultural touch or feel to them. Our main goal uh, is to, to have every person that lives in our great state the opportunity to either participate or engage in some sort of arts and cultural activity. Right. So you're basically what the Arts Council wants to be when it grows up. I don't know if I'd go that far. We, we always kind of make the joke that uh, we, we don't make artwork. We make artwork. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we exactly. like to be behind the scenes. Um, and we brought, I would say our team it, maybe is a little left uh, out in left field sometimes when it comes to actually doing the programs and projects. You might not want to be part of what we put together, but we definitely want to support the work that is happening in, in your community and in communities across our state. Absolutely, absolutely. So you do serve all of, including uh, uh, the UP, so the uh, UPers and trolls alike, you serve <laughs> us all. And, yes, ma'am. Uh, all right. And so how many folks do you think you serve in a year? Wow, that's a great question. So on average, we try to, we try to use numbers that all of our grantees provide us, mm-hmm. and um, of late, we we've been touting we've been touting facts uh, or numbers that around 12 million people, which is actually more than what is registered or that technically live in our state, mm-hmm. but 12 around 12 million people engage in some sort of arts and cultural experience um, in in or through programming that programs that we're supporting. Sure, no, and that that's uh, amazing. So you you in essence serve. 12 million people every year through your your support of arts and culture uh, organizations and individuals. Can you give an example of who you serve then? So it's not the patrons, it's actually the folks, just like you said, uh, you make artwork because you're supporting the people who do the artwork. Can you give some examples of yeah. those folks that you serve? Sure. So 
we have, uh, depending on the program, it could be arts, the Arts Council, just like with you, Kristen, mm-hmm. in all of the programs and activities that you're able to put on and provide for your community. So I think about your Music in the Park series that you have, mm-hmm. the different art walks. So you might not even know that um, an agency like ours exists in, in what we do, but we love to be behind the scenes and know that um, w- the dollars that we're able to give you is, is making it possible for anyone uh, to come out on a given day, whether it's in the summer or even in the winter months on those art, for those art hops to take part in, in visiting different artists and galleries and spaces. But we also, one of our, our, um, one of our big pushes the last couple of years is to think about folks that aren't your traditional traditional arts patrons. So how can we work with um, folks that are that are in maybe an assisted living home, in an older care population, people that um, are, are or have been incarcerated or have family members that are incarcerated? We also want to think about our veterans. How can we serve not only our veterans that have returned to our state, but those that are still part of the guard units here? Um, and what about those family members that have um, that have members of their family serving in the armed forces that are dealing with deployment issues? Um, so we're really trying to be mindful of, yes, continuing to serve those that are already attending uh, events, but what are what are some other places that we can we can make sure arts and cultural programming are happening that can Help them look to not only building self-esteem, um, but self-awareness and, and finding ways to communicate in, in a way that they haven't been able to before. Right, right. And that, it's just it's absolutely amazing because when you when you think about 12 million people, that's a lot. But then when you think about the actual specific groups of individuals that you're focused on to try to bring arts and culture, to try to make, uh, you know, quality of life such that we can all enjoy what we do here mm-hmm. in Michigan. Um, I think that the yeah. Michigan Arts and Cultural Council is doing a fantastic job of um, identifying those groups that that maybe are left out sometimes um, with these opportunities. So appreciate that a lot. Uh, You guys are planning a visit to Kalamazoo. We are. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And I understand, I think I have two, I have it in two different places. Is this your quarterly, is this a quarterly meeting or a bi-monthly board meeting that's that's coming? It's our quarterly meeting. Quarterly meeting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's this one is is extra special for those of us who receive funding from the state of Michigan through Mac <laughs> because this is also the announcement of the grant recipients, is that correct? It is. It is. So we're excited um a couple of years ago, well pre-covid, we started moving our our quarterly council meetings around the state. Not only will the entire staff of of Mac be in attendance, but many of our governor appointed council members will be in attendance as well. And so a couple of years ago, we decided um, that we need to get out of Lansing. All of our meetings were held in Lansing, and we thought, well, this isn't the smartest decision we've ever made. There's so many, you know, so many communities around the state that we're, that we're serving that we should, not only that should the staff be out there, but the council members get out there and really see the impact of the work that we're all doing. And so um, a few years ago, we made that decision to start moving our council meetings around, and we'll, in a in a couple of days, we'll be descending upon Kalamazoo <laughs> and spend a couple of days. Uh, and the council meeting itself will happen at the Air Zoo on the 16th at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will, yes, be making our grant announcement with our FY t- for the fiscal year 23 programs. But it's also a big meeting where, um, for us, we're, uh, we'll be proposing a new strategic plan for the council to approve and, and some other policy and procedural updates um, for the council as well. So it's one of our biggest 
um, meetings that we've had in the last couple of years, and I'm excited to be able to do it in Kalamazoo. Well, we're excited to have you. We always like it when extra special things happen here, so thanks for doing that. Uh, so Air Zoo on September 16th at 1 p.m., but there's a Zoom available. Is that correct? So if you can't actually make it to the Air Zoo um, here correct. in Kalamazoo, uh, and, and where do I go to find that Zoom link? Sure. So uh, if you haven't signed up for our, our newsletter, feel free ah. to, to jump on our website, michigan.gov slash arts, and you, there's a little spot you can click to join our newsletter so that you can get all of the dates and meetings um, as well as some other information of what's happening around the state um, on that, from that newsletter. We also have it on our social media, um, on our Facebook, although I don't know what the link is for that or what the URL for that is. But if you search for Michigan Arts and Culture Council, you'd be able to find it. Um, or feel free to reach out to any one of um, our the MAC team members, and we'd be happy to send that along as well. Great, great. Also, um, because you're going to be here for a couple of days, which is great Thursday, September 15th, at the Epic mm-hmm. Center from 5 to 6.30 p.m., uh, Kate Yancho, who is actually one of your board members, she also is the executive director over there at Wellspring Quarry, Terry and Dancers, and the Arts Council, is very pleased to be able to host you at uh, a meet-and-greet event called Mac and Cheese. <laughs> And thank you not only to Kate, but to you and, and all the folks at the Epic Center for, for allowing us to, to come into your space and, and have this event. We're excited. This will be our second uh, mac and cheese event that we've had. And it's really just a, um, a casual way to not only meet uh, the team, the, the MAC team, um, the staff, but the council members as well. We love to um, be in the spaces, meet with people that um, that we maybe haven't met before, or and also see old faces uh, of our friends. Uh, we decided to start hosting these events. Yes, we're going to be in Kalamazoo for for two days, but there are so many different organizations and people that we that we work with in Kalamazoo. We would never be able to to see everybody in two days, and so having this event uh, on Thursday evening at the Epic Center will help us, um, you know kind of bridge that, bridge that gap of not being able to see each other. And so it's a, it's a chance to, to visit with our old friends and, and meet some new faces and, and of course, ask questions uh, about uh, the work that we're doing, directions we have, or maybe even some new ideas uh, that you have coming up that you'd like to share with us. Sure, sure. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you. We're looking forward to eating cheese and <laughs> having some good entertainment. Uh, just yeah. well, last couple of things, because I know that we're running short on time here this morning. But um, so your budget for granting and services, program services, actually increased this year, which is amazing because I don't think we've seen that in a while. How much mm-hmm. lobbying did you have to do for that? Well, technically, we don't do any lobbying. Uh-huh. Uh so we did get an increase. We have a $2 million increase from our state appropriation. We also got a small increase from our National Endowment for the Arts appropriation, which we're very excited and thankful for. Um, but really the work is, is all of you. That um, When you receive a grant from us, you're writing your senators and your representatives and even the governor and letting them know that you received the funds and the impact that it has on your community. And that's really where the work um, comes into play. We, you know, Yes, as many times as we might get called into a, a meeting with an elected official or we work with our partners uh, at the Cultural Advocacy of ne- Advocacy Network of Michigan who advocates on behalf of the council, it's really the personal touch of saying this, is, this funding is important to my community and this is how it's important to my community. So you all are the ones that are doing that work, taking the time to make sure that, that your elected officials know how much it means to you. Uh, one of my favorite stories, I walked into a representative's office, and he 
took out two boxes that the, the box size was of what you'd get paper in, mm-hmm. you know, reams of paper in. He took out two boxes and he said, enough with the letters. Please. <laughs> it was great because his one of the schools in his district, um, they received a bus grant to, for the kids to take a school a field trip. And every single one of those kids in that third grade wrote him a thank you letter for the funds and how much, what a great time oh, wow. they had and uh, information that they learned. And so he had hundreds of these letters, which I thought were adorable, Car, you know, uh, construction paper thank you notes. And he was like, please, please stop. And I, was, I looked at him and said, <laughs> now that I see that, I said, I'm going to ask for them to double that. I said, I think it's amazing that these kids are writing stories and telling and sharing their experiences with you. So... <laughs> That's that's great. I know it's it's wonderful to hear about the impact. And so what you're saying is that it really works when you ask us to to write our senators after we get um, or even before we get those grants to make sure that they know how much that impact is. So uh, so that's good. And invite them to your events. Good. Invite good to them know to that. those events and let them know that this is you know due in part to their generous don't you know contri- you know increase to the council to that their increase to us is helping you expand and do more with those services and programs you're offering. That's great. That's great. So I've been talking with Allison Watson. She's the executive director of the Michigan Arts and Culture Council. You can actually see her live and in person with the rest of her staff on Thursday, uh, September 15th from 5 to 630. That's the Mac and Cheese event. Or go to the Air Zoo on uh, Friday, September 16th at 1 p.m. for the quarterly council meeting. Allison, it's been great to talk to you today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kristen. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Yes, we look forward to it. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Summer is almost over, but the arts are still growing strong. Whether it's a live outdoor concert, a riveting piece of theater, or a beautiful ballet, Kalamazoo has everything you'd want in an arts and culture scene. In fact, arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. And they're still here serving artist organizations and connecting artists to our community. If you want to know what's happening in the local arts scene, please visit the website kalamazooarts.org and click on the calendar to plan on your next experience. That's kalamazooarts.org. And help amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. Please... Join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe, brought to you by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. And again, thank you for joining us this morning for today's Creative Cafe. Make sure you join us again each and every Saturday in the first half of the 8 o'clock hour right here on News Radio 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.